Today, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus came home. Again the crowd gathered, making it impossible for them even to eat. When his relatives heard of this, they set out to seize him, for they said, He is out of his mind. The Gospel of the Lord. Today, I was thinking of doing the summary of the week, but I'd rather refer to yesterday's and today's glimpses of the gospel. I'd read it again and meditate on it for many days. It helps me a lot to ask Jesus again. Maybe it helps you too. Why? Why me and not someone else? As this friend who was converted by the gospel of the four friends who brought the paralytic in front of Jesus and lowered him through the roof asked me the other day, Father, I'm like crazy. Father, I'm going insane. Now I see everything differently. Many things seem meaningless to me. Why me? Why did Jesus choose me over someone else? I also often meditate on this. Why did he think of calling me if there were many others better than me? Others who had more qualities. Others who were thought to be good priests. Others who were better, more loved, more of everything. Why me? At the same time, I wonder what Jesus must have gone through when he learned that his own relatives treated him like crazy, as today's gospel states. They said, he is out of his mind. How strange, isn't it? Poor Jesus. His closest companions not only fail to understand him, but they also regard him as insane. This is something that we sometimes forget about the gospel. We inadvertently keep the beautiful and pleasant parts of Jesus' life. Couldn't Jesus also have thought about what we've been saying? Father, why me? Why did you choose me for this? Why do I have to go through this contradiction? I'm convinced that Jesus experienced that pain inside. He experienced incomprehension, being singled out, but not as the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world, but as a madman. Do you realize that not all those who point to Jesus point to him well? We started the week hearing how well John the Baptist pointed him out, and we ended up seeing how those closest to him pointed him out almost to mock him. This is quite an image. Yesterday, in the midst of these thoughts, I had the grace to visit a lady who had just lost her son, her most beloved son, the youngest of the three. She didn't want to go on living. She was weary and apathetic. With the blinds of her house down, supposedly to keep out the sun and the heat, but later she admitted to me that it was so that no one would know she was there, wanting to sleep to forget, wanting to take pills to never wake up again, avoiding being visited or called, and deep down not letting others love her or tell her that she was necessary after all. I wonder how many people in the world even those close to us, feel this way. I wonder how many people suffer from a lack of motivation to live for a variety of reasons. Some people suffer because they don't have Jesus in their lives. They've lost their most precious possession. I'm not sure how many of them there are, I asked myself yesterday. There wasn't much to say. I don't know. Most of the time, it's better to keep quiet. What can I say to a mother who has lost her son? I have no idea what a mother can feel. 
and my heart as a priest doesn't know what it feels like to lose a child. I feel very limited in that regard, and even more so when people think you have the magic answer for every problem. The easiest thing would have been to give her a prescription, a kind of spiritual medicine, as some well-meaning doctors do, who rarely see their patients again and give them pills, believing that things will be solved that way. Meanwhile, they remain with a clear conscience because they tried to do something. We priests can fall into the same trap. It's a danger. We are doctors of the heart and have the same vices as doctors of the body. I admit that when we priests stop seeing and listening, we fall into recipes. We're a bit primitive, basic, without wanting to, but because we're human beings. As I was telling you yesterday, we resort to set phrases, which are very nice, like those that circulate on Facebook and that everyone shares, but deep down, they don't touch people's lives. They don't solve the problems. I opted not to resort to stock phrases. I told her several things that I can't tell you now, but basically, I grabbed her by the hands, and in the end, we hugged. That was all. I don't know if I helped her. I will know if someday I get to heaven. But what I do know is why Jesus chose me as a priest. I discovered once again that it's not useful to ask him why he chose me. Just as it's not useful to ask God why this or that happened to me, or why so-and-so died. Rather, we should ask what we're here for, why we're here, and why I'm alive today and not tomorrow. And the why is discovered by going out, not by lowering the blinds of our heart house, not by sleeping to avoid seeing others, not by watching television to escape from the surrounding reality, not by closing in on ourselves, but by going out like Jesus, who went out of himself. Even if we're treated as crazy, exalted, and delirious, there's no other way. We must go out. May Jesus give us the strength to help each other, both to reach out and to lift up those who are down, and to let ourselves be helped if we're down, if we are in bed. I thank Jesus for choosing me, not because I'm good, but to help me get out of myself by helping others to get out of themselves. Today you scratch my back, tomorrow I'll scratch yours. May we have a good day. And may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.